We put the we in wiener. That's the manner in which we roll. Infendo Radio is on now. All right, so this week we launched our Patreon channel, and we have actually some people in our Google Hangouts with us right now because they are members of our Patreon tier. So if you guys want to join the Patreon, uh, we would love to have you. I mean, it, it's it's we had an overwhelmingly positive response on our first day, and that was so fantastic. Thank you guys for the generosity. We really appreciate that. Um, ah, thank you. It, it's been great. Uh, do, what do you guys think about the Patreon? I don't want to be the only one talking about this. I am shocked at the generosity of our listeners. Um, you know, like we've kind of talked about, there may only be four patrons, but they are four dedicated patrons, so thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Great stuff, man. Great I'm stuff. I'm already shocked by the generosity of our listeners and Agreed. readers, so... <laughs> I don't even if, know yeah. shocked for those of the... for, for those of you who don't have video, I'm holding up the Switch that <laughs> I know at least... Somebody helped out getting that. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if shocked is the right word because, like, we've got a really good bunch of people anyway. Like, if, if you're listening to this and you never come on, like, the live show for whatever reason, like, feel free to drop by or join the Discord because we're a small, tight knit group, the people that listen to us and talk to us outside, but we talk a lot. You know, it's, it's really friendly. It's not like. We're really separated from the listeners. We're, we're kind of like one and the same. So feel yeah. free to become a live listener, or join the Discord, or follow us on Twitter, or any of that stuff. Because you know, e- even I know that's kind of breaking shy. off. I know that's kind of breaking off from the whole Patreon point, but Patreon's another option. Just like be be a part of our community. We really like having you guys. It means a lot to us. Yeah. It's great. I mean, be, subscribe to us. Give us a review on iTunes. All of that stuff is going to help our visibility. So we, we, if you have the moment to do that, we would really appreciate that. Even if you can't, like Lucas said, join our Patreon. Just, you know, we enjoyed having you as part of our listener base. It's great to have you on board. But, uh, of course, if you would like to go check out our Patreon, uh, feel free to do so. It's at patreon.com slash radio. And there's lots of different tiers you can sign up for if you're interested. So go check us out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode 411, I believe, right? This is 411, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, hey, we're here. We did it. We we made it to another episode. We we got the 411 for (laughs) y'all. That's right. Thank you, Justin. I like that about you. Justin, how are you doing this week? Um, I'm barely awake, apparently. (laughs) I'll take it. It's one of those days. Uh, I've got Lucas with the uh, eye roll and loud groan. How you doing tonight? Dude, just dandy. I'm freaking <laughs> hey, um, exhausted because I got home at like 7 o'clock and hastily compiled a Nintendoons together. But, you know, it's hey, fine. Whoever posted I had a little on... special help this week. So. Sorry uh-huh. for interrupting. Whoever posted on Twitter about the show, you got the episode number wrong. That was me. Well, I'll change yeah, that right that now. That sounds about right. That's his fault. <laughs> Anyways, like how do you do it tonight, Steve? Sight. <laughs> Never knows what episode we're on, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's 
400 and something, I think. It all runs together. There's only one number 400 that you care about. We all know what it is. Ah. <laughs> oh, that'll be a fun episode. Four, because it's a palindrome. Anyway, Steven. <laughs> Steven, 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 Steven. For some reason. Remind, I can remind hear me again why I came back. <laughs> I can hear your eyes rolling from way over here in New Mexico. The atmosphere? Uh, yeah, how many states away are we and you can still hear that? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we're here. We're ready to do a episode of Nintendoons. We are Mikeless tonight, but he is dealing with school and he's super busy. But he's in the live chat, so you can find him there if you're interested. But uh, just yeah, busy we're enough. about yeah, just you s- just enough. You you say we're Mikeless, and I'm like, my mic is right here. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh God. Okay, so uh, what do you guys say we hit the news, shall we? So, <laughs> Dear God, yes. Um, Lucas, looks like you're up on this one. It does look like I'm up on this one. Let's uh, talk about Unity. Unity's a thing. Um, so, indie games. Indie games work really well with Unity, because Unity is a really friendly game design engine, and it's really accessible. Like, you can put a lot of your crap on... Uh, different systems if you build it on Unity. But there have been some issues with the Switch and Unity. I know Ukulele went through a bit of an issue with that. Weren't we just talking the other day, too, about um, Final Fantasy XV having some trouble with Unity? Was that a thing, too? I know they were talking with the people who, like, work with Unity, weren't they? They're trying to get it to work, basically. To work so, on, I thought they were trying to get it to work on Unreal, if I'm un, if I'm mistaken. Might have been go ahead. And, well, well you... I guess I'm just crossing the uh, news. <laughs> but anyway, the important thing is that people have been complaining about the Switch and Unity. But according to Unity, 30% of games released on Switch to date are made with Unity, so that's cool. And Unity awesome. wants you all to know that they're doing a good job to try to optimize it for the Switch, which is kind of cool. They they actually I always thought it was. Say, optimized for the switch honestly so well they say here like in quotes we continue to partner closely with nintendo to optimize unity on switch and are happy to see our developers finding great success on the system so unity seems to think everything is working out just great from everything i've heard from anybody i know who uses unity it's working out just great but i also don't know that many people who have made games for the switch so i guess that's kind of a null point but the long and short of it is hey if you're developing for unity Maybe you'll be making Switch games. That could be a thing. So that's cool. Yeah, the um, I think that that's awesome because obviously it means that they know that the Switch is a success and people are wanting to develop games for this console. So hopefully that just means that you know people are just continuing to port their stuff if uh, it's if it's easy because Unity is supporting it. So that's just great news in my book. Yeah, I I, I would say game developers are hungry. For uh, for quality, you know, Unity Switch support, it's a it's a food that they're out searching for. Um, you could say it takes up a lot of their time when they should be doing other things because they're so focused on working on Unity. And when they find that metaphorical food that is, you know, a better game design engine like Unity, things go really well for them. So, right, that's a that's a thing. Right, and, it has and nothing you... to do with us at all. I was well. I was going to ask you your your game that you're develop. I don't know if you've talked about it or if you're comfortable talking about it. But aren't you using Unity? 
No, I'm not. I'm uh, oh, you're... first of all. Well, I guess Unity can work for 2D too, but I don't know. I feel like it's more of a 3D game engine. No, I'm using a program called Fusion, which is like visual scripting for babies in uh, in game design. Okay, but but I have like dabbled with Unity before. I mean, I've never used it enough to say that I'm like proficient with it, but I I understand a little bit. Like I, you know, it'd be my choice if I ever wanted to branch out. So. I'm I'm yeah. actually happy to hear that it's a switch thing too. I've kind of because uh, when when Unity went free, I downloaded it and I had no idea what I was doing. But it was kind of cool to mess with things like you can download um, like actual demos of like you know games and then that you can tinker with and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. So cool. I don't know, uh, Justin, Stevie, anything to contribute here? Not really. I know nothing about game design or unity or anything like that so um the switch has it's been doing really damn well in japan it sold uh, 73,000 units um so that's freaking fantastic the playstation 4 was right behind it with 22 but thousand i guess not right behind it but um so yeah it, like far outnumbered the um the switch sales so that's freaking crazy but uh yeah i get and then uh fire emblem warriors um launched in japan so that one sold forty-one thousand units on its first week of uh, on sale so yeah um you are interested in fire emblems warriors aren't you lucas or have you have you checked that out in the japanese e-shop at all if um i didn't already own like three dynasty warriors games in japanese i would probably have gotten it in japanese already but like I know it's coming out, and <laughs> I don't want to spend the money and the headache of converting my money into yen. But I, I don't want to play another game that I can barely understand. Like, I'd rather just wait for the English release and be like, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. Because it's not easy. Like, even a hack and slash like that is tough to play in Japanese. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I, I don't know that I would play a Warriors game in, in Japanese just because... Well, I don't know. I, that maybe that would be the type of game to, to get in, in Japanese, right? Because you got the Dragon Quest one, and you're doing just fine. Wouldn't, I, feel wouldn't like you wouldn't, I feel like you wouldn't know where you have to go or what you have like, to do unless you know say. Japanese. So, I mean, Not having really. a Japanese op, having Japanese audio might be okay, but... I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, my only experience playing a Warriors game is Hyrule Warriors, and years and years and years ago, I played, like, the very first Dynasty Warriors ever. So, I don't know what the rest of them are like. <laughs> in in my experience, like, to date, it's been pretty simplistic. The hardest one is Dragon Quest Two because that one's more of, like, a free-roaming, like, open map kind of deal. But usually the Warriors games are pretty, like, level-to-level. So the sure. hardest thing that I ever had was like when I needed a specific character to play a map because you can only play the map with like a specific story character and I didn't realize that so I had to try like everything that I thought could be a thing in order to, you know, figure out how to play that map. But by and large it's not that hard. It's a lot easier than like playing an RPG in Japanese. Right. Yeah. Did you did you ever finish that game? <clears throat> I finished the first Dragon Quest. I never finished the second one. I barely started the second one. I'm kind of waiting for a rainy day. Gotcha. And I'm like halfway through Help Me Out Here, the waifu one with the computers and stuff. Oh, God, what is it called? Oh, um... To... Um... 
I'm not looking at my switch right now. Just keep talking while I do nope, my thing. We can't, see, we can't see that in your glasses at all. They're just fate extra. Love. Fate yeah, extra. Yeah, there you go. Love. Which is actually a really cool game. Like I like how they did it. It's a lot more strategic than like the regular Warriors games, but still, it's a hack and slash. Like you know what you're getting. <laughs> nice, cool. Well, the in other Japanese numbers news, I don't know if we really want to talk much about it, but um, I found interesting that Splatoon Two is still in the top five. That's pretty interesting, <laughs> and. The top five uh, of all of the many, many games that have come out for the Switch. <laughs> no, this is uh, this is in top five of games, including PS Vita games, PlayStation oh. Four games, like just top five games for Japanese period. And it, okay, you know, that's it's impressive been the, then. Yeah, yeah. So that that's really interesting. Um, I've never heard of this uh, Legend of Heroes Tales of Cold Steel blah 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 game. So that that's that that's at number one right now for PS Four. So. Maybe that's a Japanese exclusive that I have not heard of. Or maybe I feel like I've, I've heard, of, heard of the franchise, but I don't have a PS4, so I have no context for it. I've yeah. I've heard of a game at number 14 that I know two copies of were sold here in America. Oh, Jesus. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I guess Monster Hunter Double Cross is in the top 20 as well, so that's pretty interesting. But yeah, I don't want to dwell too long on numbers and stuff because that's kind of boring. So let's just move on. I think you're up, Steve. Alright, so, I got Pokemon news. Sorry, uh, why isn't my iPad turning? There we go. So much Pokemon news. Alright, so... Uh, I'm gonna take a nap. Believe it or not, they're doing a Pokemon Go Halloween event. Surprise, surprise. Um, let's see. It doesn't really say in here, but plenty of stuff is coming to the game later this October is what it says. Thanks for being descriptive, guys. Uh, they're they're focusing on Halloween themed episodes on Pokemon TV. Do people still watch that? Um, they've they've got stencils that you can use to carve pumpkins. Uh, looks like they've got Mimikyu, Alolan Meowth, Rowlet, Litten, Poplio, and more. I'm, I'm gonna have to check those out. Um, I actually like carving pumpkins. I think it's fun. Hopefully, Pikachu's one of them. Um, Marshadow, the... Is, Lucas, is he the last of the legendary Pokemon for Sun and Moon? So far, <laughs> he's the last okay. one that's been announced. But, I mean, Sun and Moon 2 is about to be a thing, so... Well, yeah, and we know there's a couple of Ultra Beasts, but they don't really count. Um, I'm just pulling up the webpage for Marshadow because I actually found that one to be interesting. While that loads, he is a ghost-fighting type. Um, he is going to come... Come on, load faster. I know he's being distributed through GameStop. He starts um, on the 9th, which is Monday, am I not mistaken? Yeah. Um, yes. Here we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the fourth. he'll be distributed from the 9th to the 23rd, and you've got to go to GameStop here in the States to pick up a code. Um, he comes with Marshadium Z, which... Uh, so you're just making things up. <laughs> so it'll it'll come with its signature move, Spectral Thief, uh, Close Combat, Force Palm, and Shadow Ball, and Marshadium Z. I assume will take Spectral Thief and turn it into his Z move, which I know they said was in here, but I can't remember what it was. 
I sound like I'm speaking Greek. Marshadio <laughs> Z will take Why his Z-move, which is Spectral this? Thief, and turn it into Night Crypt, which is super effective against fairy types, but only on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no. Almost. Um, Soul Stealing 7 Star Strike is the name of the move. Is that really Say that any again, less ridiculous than what fact. I said? Soul Stealing 7 Fuck. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Soul stealing seven star, seven star strike. strike. Now speed it up about ten Sucka. ticks, Lucas. Um, <sighs> gotta love the internet. Now it's trying to load the notes. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Dead air. Keep talking. Um, well, I'm actually excited for Marshadium Z or Marsh for Marshadow because it'll complete my Pokedex again, which right. you know I've done several times already. I if think that. Makes... Go ahead. I was. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just gonna say, if it makes you feel any better, like the only other two news topics are pretty benign and not even really video game related. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, do you want to tweet I... the Pokemon Halloween hashtag for your Pokemon outfit that you're wearing, and like, hey, <clears throat> the Pokemon Center that's only in like the biggest cities in the world has extra dolls you can buy. So. Yeah. You know. Oh well, we know what Steve's doing. I I wish that we knew what the Pokemon Go um, event was going to pertain to. You know, like because that I remember last year when the Halloween event happened and all the uh, Ghost Pokemon were released. That actually really got me back into the game playing again. So well, let me. I'm assuming let me they're check. just gonna kind of. Oh, let me check Cerebi real fast, and I'll see if they've said anything. I'm assuming they're just going to kind of repeat what they did last year, honestly. We'll probably see more ghost types and dark types and stuff like that. They'll probably be, like, double candy because it is Halloween-themed and probably, like, mm -hmm. bonus experience points or something, you know? Right. So I don't know that we really need to dwell much more on Pokemon. Um, Steve, unless you wanted to see if there was that was on Cerebee or not. but uh... No. All, all they've announced is they've confirmed there will be a special event held in Pokemon Go with Halloween. At present, there's no further details, but we'll post that as soon as it comes. Mm -hmm. um, there is also a Charizard event going on um, that you can get. Um, it's a level 50 Charizard with the moves Dragon Dance, Flare, Bit, Fl Flare Blitz, Fly, and Earthquake. It holds a red card and runs till October 14th. If I remember right, it is Target that's giving that away. Cool. So, and then the only other piece of Pokemon news I've got, Shinokat Pikachu is available this week if you, <laughs> enter, yeah. if you enter the code Pikachu20. So... Yeah, so... That is Pokemon news. Well, I guess that's it for Pokemon. Um, Justin, you want to take us to our next two news topics? Yeah, sure. Uh, should I do the quick and dirty one first, or the... Oh, mm. don't tease uh, me. I say, I say like quick and dirty. dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Just because so I know it'll irk Mike, and if he's still listening, you know, it's always good to keep him riled up. <laughs> I'm not sure which one you're referring to, but I will just go with the uh, the non-news. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so apparently, uh, uh, NeoGaf, somebody named Vern, uh, who previously predicted that L.A. Noir was coming to the Switch, um, also hinted that there could be a port of GTA V on the Switch. 
Um, and then went got back on NeoGAF and basically, I don't want to read this entire quote because it's kind of <laughs> rambling, but basically said, I'm not confirming anything. I don't have any actual information. I have a reliable source, but he's not telling me anything. But I have a very strong feeling that GTA 5 is coming out on the Switch. So... Make of that what you will. He was accurate last time, so maybe we will be getting GTA 5 on the Switch. Um, I might be willing to play through it again with the portability factor, but really I'd rather have Red Dead Redemption. Even if it's yeah. a remaster of the first Red Dead Redemption to kind of, you know, wet my whistle. I would rather I, have I that just... than a game that I just finished. <laughs> Sure. I was just gonna ask. Like, I didn't even just finish it. I finished it like five years ago. But like, it, has anybody who really wanted to play that game not played it yet? Like, because I know that there's some people that are like stuck on Switch or stuck on I mean, Nintendo. But yeah, I, I mean, if I didn't feel like it's been on everything else, you know? Well, right. I mean, if it hadn't come out on on 360 and PS3, I wouldn't have played it. But I got it on the PS3, like, the week it came out, so, you know, right. I finished playing it a few months ago and have barely picked it up since. Not that there's not anything worth playing on it, but I've got so many other things that I'd rather play, and I don't see myself playing through it again, but I would replay you know, GTA 4 or Red Dead Redemption if they want to remaster that and give it to me on the Switch. So, Rockstar, mm -hmm. if you're listening... Uh, <laughs> and we G know you are. Yeah. The th G GTA, GTA 5 is kind of played out. Give me a throwback or something. <laughs> the thing is, though, is GTA 5 is still, if you look at the NPD numbers... There's our news about Topic. Um, <laughs> it is still the top-selling game. Month after month, every month. And that's because keep, people keep buying it on every single system. Well, I mean, cool. you know, it's it's great because, you know, like Lucas said, there are people who, you know, just get their Nintendo systems, but also like Grand Theft Auto. So if you've never played it, it's definitely worth it. If it comes out, pick it up. If not, hopefully we get something in its place. Right. Um, the, uh, the other piece of news um, is that... Nintendo officially announced, like, the day after we recorded our last podcast, that yeah. the Wii Shop channel is closing January 31st, 2019. Um, you have until March 27th of 2018 to add funds to your account, um, and then you can spend it until then. Honestly, I'm surprised that they kept it open this long. Uh, like, I got on... I happened to notice... Uh, a few weeks ago that I still had Wii Shop points and, you know, ended up spending them on uh, a virtual console game and then spending a dollar to upgrade it to the Wii U version. So, basically got a one dollar virtual console game. But, um, I mean, the really take a look at the Wii Shop channel, especially the virtual console. There's a lot of stuff on it that hasn't come out on the Wii U or the 3DS that may never come out on those because of the licensing agreements and who the hell knows what the virtual console on Switch is going to be like. So uh, definitely, you know, check it out. See if it, there's anything worth there for you. But yeah, if you don't add points by the end of March or buy things by the end of 
the following January, that's 2019, uh, your SOL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any, I don't... Get... You go. I was just going to say, I don't feel anything about this news at all. Oh. Well, that <laughs> I mean, was a waste either. of my generosity. <laughs> I was going to say something interesting. But by all oh, means, go, please, continue go, go ahead, your you... Sweden-level neutrality about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, does anybody else kind of get the vibe that Nintendo kept the Wii eShop up just until they reached the point where they're like, yeah, the Switch is doing well enough. I think we've got a winner on our hands. Let's kill the Wii. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's and, the vibe I'm getting. And, you know, credit credit to them that, you know, like I said, I'm surprised it stayed open as long as it has. But um, yeah. the... Uh, lost my train of thought here. Um, I mean, it's and it's nice that they're keeping it open for another year past when we're supposedly getting our virtual console on the Switch. So, you know, when they open it up and say, look at all the stuff we've got on the Switch, we can turn around and say, hey, we can still get this other stuff on the on the Wii. Hopefully they can get the unified account system Yes, please. so that, you know, anything that comes out on the Switch that I have bought on the Wii or Wii U, I can. You know, I don't care if I have to pay a dollar to upgrade it. I just want to be able to say, I already have Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers, all these games. I just want to download them. Can I just download Multiple them? times in some cases. Here's yeah. here's my question with like the unified account thing. Are we? Did we go over our time on this story? I forget. I think we're no. I've got, I've got four fifty. All right. Question. Um, so, like, the the Wii has a gigantic library of games you can download. Like, Star Tropics was the one I was thinking of. That's a game that um, you can't really get on any other Nintendo system that I'm aware of, unless it's, like, available on 3DS or your Eugene. Um, <laughs> and my thought on that is, like, so so you own Star Tropics, and then they come out with, like, the, the program where, like, the, the games get updated and whatnot. But what do they do about a game like that? Is it just stuck on your Wii until maybe eventually it gets ported over? Or, like, do they have to make all of the games accessible when they start that, like, unified account system? Because otherwise it's kind of just going to be like the Switch, but more permanent, I guess. I I, I just kind of feel like every time they come out with a new Nintendo system, they're going to do the same thing over and over again, you know? That's well, the, that's the fear, right? We don't want that to happen. That's that's the Nintendo way. I'm hoping that the DNA um, partnership is was a step towards getting this unified account system handled. Because I mean, DNA makes games for iPhone and iPad. They know how to unify accounts across those platforms. Um, they figured out how to unify accounts between, you know, mobile web and Nintendo network, whatever they're calling it nowadays. And uh, so I'm hoping that this wait, this delay that we have is basically DNA working out the kinks in the unified account system. Because if we don't get it, I mean, if we don't get it on the Switch, then what was the point of buying DNA? Because Nintendo could have made iPhone games and released them themselves. Um, the I figured the whole purchasing of DNA was part of this whole, hey, we need to get our shit together with our online stuff, you know, and this is the company that can help us do it. Right. You would think 
somehow they could come up with some kind of like universal emulator that they could work into their gaming systems from here on out that could handle like NES games and Super Nintendo games. Like, like I I want the games that we never got on Virtual Console. Like, I want a robust library of N sixty four titles and right. GameCube titles and even like some Wii titles that I missed out on. But even going back to like the really simplistic ones that we've all bought like a hundred times before. You'd think they could figure that out at this point, where it wouldn't be an issue every time they come out with a new system. And admittedly, I know nothing about like building well, the hardware for a gaming system. But like, I mean, couldn't that be a thing? I mean, I think part of the thing is like N- Nintendo doesn't want to ship a broken, uh, you know, broken product. So if they build an emulator that does work. 99.9% of the time on the Switch, they still want to playtest every game. Plus, they also have to submit any game that hasn't already been released on Virtual Console. They have to submit to the ESRB and all this. So there are hurdles to getting these things out. Plus, maybe renegotiating licensing deals. I was just going to say that I'm, with third parties. I'm hoping yeah. that since they're playing nice with Microsoft, we might get <laughs> GoldenEye, maybe a couple of old rare titles. Don't even say Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Hell, just dump the entire rare replay onto the Switch and throw in. Well, the, I mean, the problem with Goldeneye, of course, is you have to work out the licensing with um, Sony. Will. Is it? Sony yeah, so, yeah Sony, Sony owns the Bond franchise. Or they license it from Eon Productions, who own it. So, I mean, that's still... Who the hell is making Bond games, anyway? Activision, Activision. made a couple of them. But they haven't made one since Quantum of... No, 007 Legends. And that was, like, a Wii U launch title. So, you know, that's <laughs> got to be up in the... You know, got to be up for grabs at this point. Anyway... Your cat is really funny. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what my your cat? deal is. She hasn't okay. gotten much attention okay. lately because my other cat has been dominating the living room and she just runs everybody else out. So, <laughs> well, I guess the the final word then, or maybe not, I don't know, is that it kind of comes down to like, do we want like Nintendo level quality or do we want quantity? Because like Justin <laughs> kind of brought up a good point. Maybe part of the reason why we haven't seen so much is because they're really anal about what they yeah. come out with, you know, and they want everything to be perfect and play perfectly. And like when you emulate a game on your computer, half the time it crashes and it's slow and clunky. Hey, I get the last word. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so... Do we want Nintendo to push forward and make more titles at the risk of maybe some of them being broken at first and needing up? I mean, Nintendo cool Nintendo knows how to. Nintendo? Sorry, Nintendo knows how to patch things now. So if they ship a broken Virtual Console game, as long as it runs well enough on the emulator, they can send out a you know couple kilobyte you know patch to fix it. So hopefully when it opens in January or wherever, we'll get a nice big dump of Virtual Console on the Switch. But in the meantime, if there's something on the Wii that you... Can I help you? If there's something (laughs) on the Wii that you have your eye on that you don't already have, you've got until January 2019 to get it. So Awesome. Oh, also, you can't buy Wii Shop cards anymore, so you have to do it buy the points via credit card in the store itself. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to throw that out there. Alright, we're done.
Be afraid, be very afraid. It's time for Nintendo. <laughs> I think and the I reason I'm always afraid. We have a very special theme this week, and it's spoopy scary games. Because we had a couple of our Patreon tiered people who can suggest games suggest games, and lo and behold, we formed this little tiny horror genre. So technically just scary i guess they're not all horror games but i have 10 games lined up you guys are going to listen to the songs from the games they're all from nintendo Come systems on. they're going to be super scary you're going to wet yourselves with fear and that's how we're going to play the game and so. <laughs> uh since i already have a playlist of halloween themed nintendo music i'm gonna probably get half of these well <laughs> to be fair though this isn't like i chose all of the spooky music from like paper mario like, these are going to be games that have some Ooh, element Paper of Mario. fear to them, so. Shall we begin? Does anybody need any oh, explanation beyond my basics there? Oh no, nope. I'm ready. I'm excited. I, so, I did not, however, have time to organize these in any orderly fashion, so I'm just going to start deleting files after we get through with them here. Ew, um, I know I <laughs> let's start off with this one. This should be a nice, easy, off the right off the cuff let's uh, yeah, number one here we go <laughs> i know exactly what this is fuck what is this is this uh zombies take, my neighbors there it is shot. Woo! shit i didn't even have a chance to open up the the scorekeeping app <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you playing the official infendo drinking game eugene has already sworn once take your first shot <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was Zombies <laughs> Ate My Neighbors, the game I never played, but that apparently I should have, because everybody loves it. It's so good. Oh, man. I've never played it either, Lucas. I've heard good there, things. We need to download it on the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, or, you know, anywhere else that Zombies Ate My Neighbors are sold. <sighs> All right, um, let's 3DS. see. Let's see. Let's go with a Patreon recommendation, because that's a new thing Ooh. we've got. Let's go with Michael Halvey's Patreon recommendation. That would be... I just have to make sure I don't pick the worst one right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, what the hell. Let's go with this one. And away we go. I'm throwing it out there. It's not Boktai, is it? It is not. You don't even know what Boktai is, do you? I haven't got a clue. I do. Never played it, it's but that I know game what it is. You had to play in the sun. It was about slaying vampires. Hmm. I've got nothing, man. Well, that's good because he actually gave me a song to play, and I didn't start with it, so I'm glad I get to play it now. I should, play that, I should probably close the YouTube little... chat before somebody gives me a hint. <laughs> Here's track number two. And I will tell you if you haven't figured it out already, it is an NES game. This is... This does not sound like NES. Oh, it's SNES, sorry. That's a little more like it. Have you played it before? You said you haven't, right, Lucas? I didn't even know it was a thing until today. I don't play a lot of I like it. Games. I don't know what it is, though. 
It's catchy, right? I have no idea. Proving once again that our listeners can do what we do only better. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we need them as patrons. Um, I guess my next hint is that it's a licensed game? Hmm. It's not Mickey and the Magical Castle, is it? It is most definitely not. I said it was a horror game. That has scary elements in it. <laughs> but it's not... Okay, let's just play another track. <laughs> but I can't play the title screen because that'll give it away. Okay, and... Oh, is it Fester's Quest? No. No. That game has four tracks, and I know all of them. <laughs> I don't know why I yelled at you game. for that guess, by the way. That was a very good guess. Oh my god, is I this know from this. A, is this from a cartoon? Um, I think at one point there was a cartoon. Wait, this is totally the Adams Family. Yes. Okay, so I wasn't far off. <laughs> We're not far off, which is, again, why I don't know why I you said, is it Fester's Quest? And I'm like, no! <laughs> you yelled at it because this that's is a, a NES game. Because, yeah, this, yeah, they use this music in the NES version, too. Uh, Sorry, I'm doing, like, okay. eight things at once here, and it just kind of, um... Why did I give that point to Lucas instead of me? Yeah, that's fair. I get the point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's pick a more modern tune, because this is getting a little too easy for you guys. How about... Yes, because modern will help. <laughs> yes, that time in our lives when none of us can play games because we're all busy with, you know, stuff. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this. I hear something. That sounds an awful lot like Majora's Mask. Let's pump up the volume a little bit. Or Ocarina of Time. Shut up, those Steve. Those aren't spooky games. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> Click on Lucas. Oh my god! <laughs> if I Why talk, I you can't guess. Resident Evil, is it? It is not Resident Evil. I got it. Some bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize that applied to everyone, Steve. <laughs> I thought that was just me. Um, this isn't Eternal Darkness, is it? It is not. What console? Or what? Yeah, what console is this coming on? This was on the Wii U. Figure that one out. Is this Zombie U? Yes, it's Zombie U. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> nice one. Jeez, Eugene, you played it all the way through, and I haven't even booted it up. Look at that. I couldn't <laughs> do it. It was it, it was an okay game, but it was not the game of my It, it had to have been either Zombie U or one of the Resident Evil ports, so... Yeah. I can't, can't right, think of anything else horror-related on the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, there's I'm that. just going to start going in order. Let's find a good track for you guys to listen to. Oh, the score is Eugene 1, Justin 2. Steve, a big fat zip, right? Yeah. All right. Anybody... We're on oh, track. we have Heather in the chat. Heather's in the chat. She's on board. Hello, Heather. 
Is it Ghouls and Ghosts? Nope. That's not a game. It's none of those things. It's a little loud. Monster Party? No. Monster, you say Monster Party every time. Yeah, pretty much. Home Improvement? Yeah. <laughs> Good job. That is a scary game. Tim Allen's pretty uh, scary now. It's either an NES or a, S or a Game Boy title, I would guess, right? Oh, God. It's Definitely NES. Over. Yeah, it's NES. Um, let's give you another track. The bass is too deep to be Game Boy. God, I'm so off my game tonight because I didn't have time to like name any of these or anything. So I'm just kind of like hovering over them and hoping that they're not like spoilery. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know if anyone's gonna get this one. I like it. They're all old, so maybe. Do you have any hints for us? Um, well, I can tell you that the chat didn't get it yet. Let me, um... <laughs> and that helps those of us who are not looking at the chat. Let me do a little I... Google it. Uh, is it... Is it licensed? Is it original? Is it... Pretty sure it's not a licensed game. I've never okay. heard of it before. Um... It was made... This isn't going to help. It was made by ICOM Simulations. Hmm. I can tell you it was not originally... Well, I don't think it was originally on the Nintendo Entertainment System, but it did come out in 86, so it's possible. What? How do you spell ICOM? Is it with an A? I-C-O-M. Where would the A be? Well, I don't know, because I'm just trying to picture if I've seen like that title in my head or something like that, you know what I mean? I've got nothing, dude. Alright, um, maybe, I'm gonna play Maybe a I'll go more get tracks. dessert while you guys play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us something else. Did you this play this game? really familiar. No, I haven't played like any of these games. <laughs> this game is Eldred Lucas. It's five years older than me, and it actually makes a lot of, um, it makes a lot of top ten lists, but I've never top heard of it. Top ten? Really. The hell this obscure could possibly top. make top ten lists? Top ten most never heard of games? <laughs> Did I already say ghouls and ghosts and ghosts and goblins and all those yeah, things? you said all the right? words. <laughs> ghouls, goblins, ghosts, gremlins, none of <laughs> Alright, I'll play my last track, but I don't think any of you guys are gonna get this one. Um I guess it's worth calling it a what do they call it? It's kind of like a point and click adventure game. Oh, is this that shadow gate? Oh knock. No. Point and click on an SNES? Yep. What's is the it other... like mist? Did that get a port? <laughs> How are you gonna get mist on the NES? <laughs> <laughs> they got Doom on there somewhere. Oh, is it SNES or NES? NES. NES. Oh, okay. Well then, fuck. And it's not Shadowgate. What the hell is the other point and click? What is the other one? Oh, it was published There's a few, by Chemco 
Mindscape and Infinite Ventures. The music sounds way too close to Little Nemo. That's freaking there was me that, out. There was that game that was a PC game. Oh my god. Um, I kind of want to just end it, but I feel like you guys are close. Was it... Was it Manic Mansion? Because did that come out on the NES? I was, was going to guess that, but... It's not. Yeah. That well, was LucasArts. But that's, yeah, I was going to say, that's LucasArts, so I already... Eliminated that. Alright, do we all give up? Because I feel like I we're going to start needing the time to on 10 tunes here. This game was called Uninvited. Right. Never heard of no? it. No? Yeah. Nothing? Yeah, it's like one of the most popular apparently horror games for the NES which I guess is only fair because like there were probably about three but still <laughs> <laughs> the top ten of three <laughs> I'm looking at it now it looks interesting yeah it looked cool enough I think that was actually like my last one that I dug up when I needed like a last track um, yeah. okay let's go with our other Patreon well thank you for that bottom of the barrel you're quite welcome <laughs> Um, let's see, who was this? Who was this? Who was this? Michael Grella, that would be our man. Um, oh my god, I'm losing nickname abilities Phantom. here. Help me out, help me out. Phantom, thank you, dear Phantom. god. I knew who you were, but I couldn't form the words in my head. Um, alright, so Phantom suggested a really good one that I've been wanting to do for a long time now. Suggestion? Actually, so we're gonna go ahead and do that. Yeah, Mr. Whatever you said at the beginning of the podcast that I didn't criticize. Um, notifications? Notifications. And actually, to be fair, <laughs> yes, but I, did, I said that on purpose. I did kind of ream you about that, didn't I? Anyway, here's track number five. Resident Evil? <laughs> Resident Evil Zero? Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, <laughs> Resident Evil 4. And Justin gets it! Woo! Fucking A! I, I didn't know if you were like... <laughs> the, the fact that he wasn't discouraging me, just, you know... I know! <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Justin's got this. I'm I was about to start rattling off the revelations and... Code Veronica! Umbrella and I guess Chronicles. to be fair, yeah. that's probably why we don't choose Resident Evil in a horror-themed sure. uh, lineup. But I did still appreciate the suggestion, because that was, was kind of cool. Oh, and I made Phantom cry. So, good, good round. Why'd you make Phantom all. cry? Justin's winning by, like, oh, 3,000 points. Name. That makes me feel good about myself. All right, let's get some fresh music in here. Brand new, brand new world. Totally new. Uh, uh, Lucas, you're up. watching the chat. How well is Mike doing, or is he dropped out? Mike is gone. I think Mike is actually uh, writing a paper, which is probably good for him. So, <laughs> and away we go. If any of you get this, I'm gonna be shocked. Is Have it you that Fatal this game? Frame game for Wii U? It is not. But I almost picked that. Is it Definitely the Silent Hill Japanese. game for Wii? What did you say, Eugene? Is it the Silent Hill game for Wii? It's called, like, Shattered Memories or something? It is not! That was gonna piss me off if he got that, because I've actually played that game. That, that I don't play very many horror games. games. Come on, Where you hold the Wii remote up to your um, um, ears as, like, a phone or whatever? I thought that was yeah. a cool gimmick. Yeah. 
I guess my first hint for this game will be that it also had a pretty cool horror-based mechanic. Had a cool what? Horror-based oh. mechanic. Horror-based mechanic. Lucas, you are, like, in the lower left quadrant of your frame here, and it's bugging the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good set. Gene, I'm ignoring you anyway, so... <laughs> Besides, we all know what you're doing over there. Scratching my balls. <laughs> you're a few episodes early for that. <laughs> I got nothing. Metroid Prime Horror Game. Did you give us a uh, console yet? I didn't you give it a um, I almost feel like giving you the console will give it away. Let me find out who the developer was instead. Well, it's not Metroid Prime or that to give that away. Right. <laughs> Is this that Dementium game or something? It's not. Oh, this is interesting. It was developed by Koei Tecmo. Developed oh, by Yep. Oh god. The fuck is the name of that game? I'm just gonna jump into a new track while Steve's having his little mind melt there. Wasn't Ho- Co- we we said Fatal Frame, right? It's not Fatal Frame? No, it's not. No, it's frame. not. <clears throat> oh god. I hate you, Lucas. I really hate you. And the game I, I keep thinking you. of is Namco, so that doesn't help any. Ugh. This is what I look for. <laughs> My mind is blank. It was a I, I 3DS. I can see the goddamn. Nope, it's not what I thought it was. <laughs> Thank God. This isn't Hyrule Warriors, is it? I no. said horror like 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but there's some pretty creepy music in. But it's in, not a scary uh, game. I don't know. Have you seen the final boss? Is it that. I don't know. It's not Moon Chronicles, I, I, is it? Th- that's the one I was thinking of. Is it Moon? No. No. I think that's. I don't think that's Koei Tecmo. What the fuck is that Wii game I was thinking of? That's all I can think of now. Well, let's start with <laughs> is the it 3DS <laughs> game that we're all trying to figure right? out. <laughs> is it the, I don't think this was a 3DS game, but... It, was it that game with, like, the hand? That's co- It's called, like, it's something camera. It's, like, ghost camera or something like that. It's oh, got, it's, like, a hand coming out right. of the... I'm, I'm going to give that, that a Yeah, Eugene's got to have that. Yeah. It is, is, it, called, is that what it is? It is it called Spirit, Spirit Camera. Camera. It's okay. that AR game. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I remember having to stock that game when I was at GameStop, and it looked always, yeah. always looking interesting. And you, had to, and you had to put the book back in the back so people wouldn't steal it, since that's the yep. main thing in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, that was Spirit Camera. Sorry, I'm juggling the chat, too, and it's... Uh, I'm not doing very well, well damn either. It. I know. Right now. I know Lucas is going to play that other Wii game now, and then I'm still not going to be able to think about it, and I'm still going to be annoyed. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I have two Wii games coming up, but I don't think either Fuck. of them are quite that obscure. 
But for I a know, moment now... I know, that's the problem. Are we still on the the last game, or have you? is this music from the next round yet? No, we're still on the last game. We're about to make the transition. Let's take a moment and go back in time to a simpler time of horror games. <laughs> A little loud. This Friday the 13th? Nope. Is this DuckTales? Nope. Why would that be in the horror game? You guys are really <laughs> DuckTales is not a horror game. Jesus. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is it Capcom? Um, I think it's Konami, actually, but I could be wrong. Um, hold on. God, you guys always ask me for developed by... Oh, I can't tell you. This isn't Dead the ghouls and ghosts or ghosts and goblins or... Nope. <laughs> so it's an, <coughs> it's an NES game, clearly, right? It is an NES game. You want another track? Sure. Is it like Monster if you Party? Played it... Nope. I no. feel like if you played it, this track might give it away. Oh, is this Ghoul School? Nope. It's not Halloween or Friday the 13th, is it? No, but I, I love it because said... one of you guessed it earlier. <laughs> oh no. Is it Ma oh. Ma Manic Mansion? Yes, it is Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion! Manic Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> we are tied, Eugene. Which I believe... Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't this made by some of the same people who made, um... Yes. Thimbleweed it's LucasArts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it was made by LucasArts, but I feel like the actual, like, team that worked on this game also worked on Thimbleweed Park. Yeah, so it was, it was um, like, Ron Gilbert and Gary, uh... Fuck, what's that other guy's name? Gary... Winnick, I think, is his name? Ah. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. You're the one that's got the Wikipedia machine. Well, I had it, Wikipedia but then I closed machine. it when I got the developer. Oh, God. Eugene, just to Yo. let you know, we're all on Wikipedia machines. They're called computers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but I'm not a cheater, Steve. That's true. Ron Gilbert and Gary Winnick. Yeah, okay, there we go. It actually is a really cool game. Like, I sat down and watched the entire thing. I'm, I think I'm like a I'm going to take a nap when we start the next round. And it was really cool. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Justin, go ahead and take a nap, and we will definitely <laughs> tell you when the next round starts, so don't even worry about it, dude. <laughs> or when it ends. <laughs> hey, don't Steve, even... you still have a chance to steal this from us. Oh, yeah, well, I bet. We've got, I, we got I just four more rounds point. if you get all of them. I remember <laughs> when the we game... go. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, my God. The fuck? I have, the hell? I have the score to this film. <laughs> This is Elmer Bernstein's score from the movie, which they used in the game. I've also played Jesus the game on Christ. the Xbox 360 like four times. I don't know whether I respect you more or less now. <laughs> <laughs> you assholes bitch about me and Shovel Knight. That was oh, come cool. on, that you was... guys don't know Ghostbusters? It's one of the greatest movies of all time. That's I debatable. agree to disagree. <laughs> that was quick with hey, it, Hey, Lucas man. and I agree on something. That's I'm rare. I'm, like, defeated right now. Like, I thought that was going to be one of the harder games. 
<laughs> okay, so Eugene three, Justin four. Steve is hating me, but what, what this is actually the scene where they're in the basement of the library. Play something else, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I will mute him. Maybe a little shovel knight. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, track number nine. Shit. You said you've got two Wii games, don't you? Yes. Throw my guess out. Dead Space Extraction. Holy shit, Steve steals a God, that was nice. the game I was fucking for. <laughs> and I remembered it. I have that game, too. <laughs> oh my god, Steve, I'm proud of you. I'm actually point. proud. <laughs> Give me my point, I'll, bitch. I'll be honest, the only reason <laughs> I knew this game exists is because Snazzy brought it over to my house one time. The, the only reason I knew it existed is because I worked at GameStop. My God, that is really good too. It is really good. Um, I you know have what? that and the two. It's uh, an Resident umbrella Evil. Evil. isn't it? Yeah. I can, I can never say those games right. I, I always say Umbrella Chronicles. Umbre of umbrella. Umbrella Chronicles. Say it. How do you have trouble with the word umbrella? Umbrella Chronicles. Umbrella. <laughs> umbrella One word. Umbrella Chronicles. Okay. Umbrella. Minus says. That Justin should have gotten two points for his Ghostbusters guess, and while I don't agree with that, I will say that I think since there's no way that Steve <laughs> can win with it, Steve gets two <laughs> points for just shooting freaking. Um, I don't even know the name of this game, and I'm playing Dead Space Extraction. <laughs> Dead Space Extraction. Jesus. Steve gets two points for that, cause holy crap. That's a title and a subtitle. <sighs> okay. I have given him another point. I have one track left. This precludes me using I, that I game in a future episode. <laughs> this is Eugene's chance to tie with Justin, or Steve's chance to tie with Eugene, or Justin's Ooh, I get chance to just tonight. I like keep this. on winning. Yeah, if you win this one, you get the whole game. Here we go. Uh, I'm good. It'll it's like never Family happen. Feud. The last round is worth triple. <laughs> Darksiders, would you? I would not. Would you use Darksiders 2? I also would <laughs> not. <laughs> it, was, it was worth a shot. Oh, shit. It's like bidding the dollar on the price is, is right. Is this Eternal Darkness? This is Eternal Darkness. God, I hate this. Fuck! <laughs> this is why I don't do theme Fuck! It never work out well. Oh, two shots, everybody. Two shots. <laughs> there goes the game. Justin I'm like, wins. I played this motherfucking game. <laughs> I've Three played it years, but I, I know that atmosphere. Like, just. <laughs> oh, I am. I, I'm. Part of me is proud because <laughs> you did so good. Part of me thinks, hey, you all ruined this moment for me that I'd been building up for all of like two hours. <laughs> hey, hey, chat. Can somebody give me the final shot count for the night? I lost count. <laughs> That's what our is, show. Is That's Nintendo's. Oh, Justin okay. wins. Because Mike wasn't here no, to Heather, beat him. Heather, I wanted a shot count, not a score. I think Phantom <laughs> gave that to me, though. <laughs> oh, that was fun. <laughs> what the fuck is this music? This is the official know, but I like Justin won Nintendo's song. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a little break and we're gonna be right back so maybe Justin can tell us about some of the games he's been playing this week. 
Okay, and we're back. So we're actually here with a new section this week, um, listener questions. If you would like to submit some questions for us, you can join our Patreon and do so just like, wait for it, Andy did. So he has a question for us about the Switch eShop. He says, does the Switch eShop need a system review? With 18 games coming to the eShop last week, it means that the games releasing the previous week are already pushed to the later pages. If this continues, how can consumers who don't buy m most games tell which games they uh, should buy, other than listening, listening to Infendo, of course? <laughs> Currently, there is a new releases and bestseller section, but should they gather user reviews, or is, this, uh, or is there another way they should sort uh, the must-haves from the shovelware? It's a good question, Andy. Actually, that's a uh, topic that is well worth uh, discussing, for sure. I have, have found... Okay. Just yeah, I have... I have found user reviews are mostly worthless, especially on Nintendo systems. You look at any game on the Wii U or 3DS eShop, and they're all four stars or more, for one thing. Um, the other thing is, everybody always gives something they like five stars and something they don't like one star or zero if they have the option. So, unless they unless Nintendo's going to give the option for thumbs up, thumbs down, and nothing else, I think the user reviews are, again, completely worthless. Um, I'd rather just go on to, you know, just do a Google search and see what, you know, Metacritic says. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that they're completely worthless, but I do kind of agree with Justin that I, reviews usually don't do much for me when I'm looking at, like, what game I want to buy, just because, like you said, there's usually just a bunch of obscure stars, and they're almost all five stars or one stars, and the one-star games are the ones that you know are bad anyway, like, the you know, the shovelware titles on the Wii U. But um, in terms of, like, the second part of your question, I guess when I'm looking for a new game to buy or when I'm looking for a game that I think is doing well... I try to check out the like the top games of the week section that they have because that does kind of help, you know. I mean, I've used that before to see what like everybody's buying and what's trending. So, I mean, honestly, word of mouth I think does a lot more for me than you know whatever is rated whatever on the eShop. Because I mean, if you guys are talking about a game, then it's on my radar. If it's popping up on Twitter a lot, then you know, like, uh, you know. Cuphead, which you know we were actually discussing before the show, has been announced for Switch. Um, I'm excited about that game because suddenly everybody's talking about it. So, right. you know, it, I don't care whether it has five stars or one star on the eShop. Everybody I've heard is loving the game. I'm going to give it a shot. I think yeah, there should be where some. I think there needs to be some method for um, some kind of organization, you know, so then the the cream can kind of rise to the crop. Like maybe j there's a yeah. section where popular games are populated, right? So like things that have, have a high amount of downloads or something like that. Um, I don't know. I think Steam does a really good job of, uh, you know, categorizing their, their games and everything. And granted, Steam's a much different animal than what the eShop is right now. But I think Nintendo could take some pointers from, like, how Steam does things and, for that matter, Amazon as well. So, But at that, at, does that mean that we want to add, like, text reviews? I don't know that that would be helpful either, right? Yeah. Quite, quite honestly, I don't think I've been on a system, and I have used all three systems, I don't think I've ever been on a system that has a really solid online shop, like, short of, like, the computer or something. Like, Steam is good, 
But like the Xbox Store, the PlayStation Store, the Nintendo various eShops they've had, they're all kind of just like a collection of what they're wanting you to buy, and then you have to search for titles that are good, and like half the time you can't even find the titles that you're looking for. And you know what they do need? You know what they do need to do? And I've complained about this before, um, slightly off topic, but these. Games, when they have the games on sale category, they really have to put a limit on that. Because if you look through games on sale on the 3DS or Wii U eShop, there are games that have been on sale for months. And, I mean, obviously they're the trash games that nobody wants. They're always discounted to $0.99. They may have been discounted to $0.99 from the week they came out because it gets them attention so i mean that's one thing nintendo can do is say hey if you put your game on sale for more than a month then we are just locking it in at that price regularly so that somebody else can get a chance to you know advertise their game on sale sure well i slightly off topic but that's my take on you know like i used to check the games on sale every week and i'm like it's always the same crap (laughs) <laughs> sure. I, I think that that's another thing that Nintendo could take a page out of Steam's library, you know? Like, they always were running great sales, um, di- like, daily sales as well as, like, actual, like, big sales, like, for the summer or for the winter time or something like that, you know? Like, I, like for example, if Nintendo were to put Breath of the Wild on sale for, like, I don't know, 40 bucks or something like that, that might be some incentive for people who already have it on other consoles, like a Justin or a Mike or something like that, to pick it up, you know? Like, to double dips. Yeah. I know, I know, I, I know. If I was in that situation, I probably would definitely think about it. So I don't know. Or hell, you have the information that I've already bought it on the eShop on the Wii U. How about never you know, gonna say, happen? Yeah, never gonna happen. <laughs> You're dreaming, dog. <laughs> oh, sometimes I absolutely hate Nintendo. <laughs> anyway. Uh. All right, let's move on to the next question. This one comes in from Michael Halvey. Um, Lucas, do you want to take this one for us? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? I like reading stuff. <clears throat> he writes, Do you think there are too many games coming out on the Switch this year? Do you think any of the games should have been held for 2018? There, don't seem to be en- there doesn't seem to be enough time to play all of the games before another one hits the eShop. With such, I've actually heard you complaining about this too on Twitter. With such heavy hitters like Zelda, Mario, Splatoon out this year, and only Yoshi, Kirby, and a few third parties for 2018, Metroid, Pokemon probably not till 2019, how do you feel about the 2018 lineup so far? What would you like to see in 2018 that hasn't been announced yet? So a lot of questions, but the long and short of it is basically, have, has there been too much coming out this year? What are your prospects for the year to come? And I, I can, like, lead this discussion, I guess, because I kind of yeah, sure. do fear that. Like, <clears throat> I, I feel like last night I went on my Switch and I realized that there was really nothing that I wanted to play. And that's not so much because of a lack of content, it's just a lack of content that necessarily appeals to me right now. But I will say that I am kind of nervous that the 2018 lineup so far looks as shallow as it does. And I realize that we've got a few more months till 2018 even starts. But like right. you say, we got Zelda and Mario at the beginning of, you know, at the first year of launch. 
I'm not a big sure. Yoshi and Kirby kind of person. Like, those are the games that I gave up on when the Wii came out, and we started getting, like, you know, the Yarn Yoshis and the Yarn Kirbys and all that stuff. And it's just, it got boring for me. They're, they're I don't want to say they're casual games, because I know hardcore gamers like Mike out there who really like them, but they're not really my thing, <laughs> and I get bored with them too easily. I'm hoping that we get some more big-budget, high-energy titles that look good in 2018, but I kind of share your skepticism and your fear, I guess, you know? I mean, mean, I don't have a whole lot of time for games anyway, so I usually only play, you know, two, three major games a year and then just kind of fill my spare time with little ones. Hell, I've barely played Metroid in the past week, but... um, I mean, at the same time, if the Switch wants to keep going, they have to have that variety out there. And if something gets lost in the shuffle, well, then, you know, like Eugene said, you put it on sale or you, mm-hmm. you know, give it some DLC or, <clears throat> you know, just put it up on the top of the eShop. Hey, this game also exists. Because, um, you know, right now, like uh, Mario plus Rabbids, I'm probably not going to play yeah. that game unless it becomes a you know, player's <clears throat> choice or whatever they're calling it nowadays. Um, but, right. you know, because I just don't have the time for it, but, you know, it's in somebody's wheelhouse, somebody's playing it, enjoying it, it's getting rave reviews, great sales, and stuff like that, so, I mean, there's, you, I don't think there's... that a... <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing, go on. <laughs> Alright, so that, well, that, that I was it, that. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I, it can't hurt to have too many games, uh, I mean, look at the... I mean, if you want to roll the clock back, look at the N64 versus PlayStation. N64 had phenomenal games, but it had barely any, whereas PlayStation was cranking them out and, you know, outselling the N64 because of it, because there's something there for somebody. Mm-hmm. See, I agree I, that... Oh, did you want to go, Eugene? I just, real quick, I just wanted to say that... To answer his first question of, do you think there's too many games coming out to the Switch... I don't think so. I think that that I think the there's not enough, this, honestly. Sure, and I think that that the 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 real thing here is that there's a lot of quality games coming out to the Switch, and that's good, right? That means that a lot of people are wanting to um, purchase the system, and hopefully, more developers are going to jump on board. Um, with that said, I I'm kind of with you that there are a lot of games that I um, want to play that I'm not able to just because there's so much coming out. But um, too many, I don't think that that's a thing. So go ahead, Lucas. Well, I was just going to say um, that I, I don't know if too many is the right wording, but I am kind of afraid Nintendo's kind of giving us all they've got right at the beginning, you know? Because admittedly, Nintendo I've... is the system that has the weakest third-party support, and I know we've talked this issue to death, but, mm-hmm. you know, Nintendo can churn out a lot of good quality games. If they churn out all of their best stuff all at once like this, great. We get all their great stuff right at the beginning. It sells systems, it moves units. But, like, next year, what are they going to be coming out with? You know, it, it's... Sure. I don't know. There's there's just a part of me that thinks that maybe they're depending more on, like, third-party developers, and that would be cool. But, like, maybe they just well, kind of got everything yeah. out really quickly because they knew that they needed to move units, and now we're going to start getting that, like, well, review level drought. And and let's face it, a lot of games in development for the Wii U got shifted over to the Switch. So, sure. or you know, like in the case of Zelda, got 
you know, simultaneous releases. So I think a lot of it is, you know, everybody was like, well, we've got this game that we were kind of building for the Wii U. Oh, there's a new system coming out. Well, screw it. We're going to hold it. And then in the first few months, everything that they were working on got dumped. And, mm-hmm. you know, now we're just kind of playing the waiting game. And I mean, it happens with Nintendo a lot. Their launch is usually great. They have tons of games from all sorts of developers and everything. Yep. And it's really seeing how long that tale is, you know, does do all these games generate system sales? If they do, then we have a Wii on our hands. If they don't, we have a Wii U, you know. Sure. Steve? Well, the other thing too, the other thing too though is we do seem to be getting a lot of third-party support. Um so you know, yeah, there's not a lot of a whole lot of Nintendo first-party games announced for next year. But I think we're going to start seeing a lot of those, you know, third-party Wii U, pro- or, well, not third-party Wii U projects. There was no support for that. <laughs> but I think we're going to start seeing a lot more third-party and indie support for the, for the Switch coming in the first part of next year that will hold us off until next sure. summer when they announce some stuff at Wii U. Maybe so we'll get ukulele th- someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew Lord. that was coming up. Um, yeah. We didn't even know about Mario Odyssey until... You know what? The like Switch was six announced ago, yeah, and we're well, what, playing it at the end of the month. When when the Switch was first announced, they showed a new Mario game, and we're like, "Oh, there's a new Mario game!" And that was the first we'd heard. Like we knew they were making one, and, like, obviously, the only but thing we'd heard about it for you know. Well, I guess that's kind of our oh. cue. But yeah, long story short, a lot of games. That's good. Hopefully, it doesn't become bad. Let's right. let's pray for the future. Like we don't even know what's coming out for the second half of 2018. There could be a lot of really good sure. stuff. So I'm you know. probably gonna have to drop out after the next question, just so you guys That's know. That's good because it's our last okay. question. And yeah, it's a short so Steve, one. why don't you take this one? Uh, what is this? Comes from uh, Michael Grella. Um, what is the series <sighs> you have never played that you regret not playing the most? Ooh, that's a For, good question. I'll take it first because I have one in mind. Everybody always says how fucking amazing Metroid is. And I've <laughs> never been able to get into that series. I want to. It seems like a game I would like. But it's mm-hmm. just not one that I've ever been able to get into. I've tried Super Metroid. I've tried Metroid Prime. Start um, with Zero Mission. I think I've that played, is probably the best way to get into the series. I say I've start played with Super. and beat Zero Mission. I just haven't been able to finish the Zero Suit section. Okay, um, see, the, well, the problem with Super Metroid, and now we're going off on a tangent, but the problem with Super Metroid is <laughs> there's, like, no hand-holding. So if you don't, right. if you're not used to that kind of game, you'll be completely lost. Like, yeah, I, it took me decades. Gamer. Well, yeah, I, the, the only other game I've beat is Metroid 2, the original one, but that took me 14 well, years. Well, that's about the epitome of <laughs> not having any idea what you're yeah, doing. Where you're right. yeah. So, so. You're on both ends of the spectrum there. Um, it's just are not you for do- me. Is, are you done with your answer? Cause yes, go ahead. This, this is actually going to be surprising for me, because I'm running through and like, all these series that I've at least played, maybe not played as much as I want to, but the one series that I've never played that I know that there are good games out there that I want to try but haven't been able to commit to it is actually Call of Duty. As much as I hate like the community around that game, there are a couple of games in the series where the single-player campaign is really appealing to me. Like I'd love to try the... Uh, modern war, like the first two modern warfare games, and I heard like Call of Duty Two was 
like the original Call of Duty Two was really good. Um, you know the Infinity Ward ones, um, and I loved Metal of honor on the playstation so that's kind of you know that's where those people went from there to that so mm-hmm. that's about the only series that i haven't at least tried that someday i'd like to play one of their games interesting um uh, lucas unless you want to jump in here i have uh, my answer and it might be a little yeah it might be a little surprising justin uh, actually knows that i haven't played this series but i i, I want to get into the middle gear series but I haven't really found a good, um, I don't know, I haven't found a really good entry point yet. I purchased Metal Gear 5, and it's still sitting in my shelf unopened. So, I don't know. I, I, that, I definitely want to get into it. I, it's highly praised. Everybody talks about it. So, I if get, you can, I, that's, that's definitely it for me. If you can get your hands on it, start with Twin Snakes. I have the game. To definitely do that, because it's got a little bit of that Nintendo touch to it. So it'll be a little bit easier for a non-Metal Gear player to get into. Plus, I, I still think it's one of the it's a remake of one of the best games ever made. So, you you can't go wrong with it. Well, okay, in, I'll I'll have to give it a shot. Not trying to be too copycatish here, but I actually came up with the same answer as you, which was Metal Gear. Oh, <laughs> um, interesting. I, I will say, outside of that, like as kind of a question you didn't ask for, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I did have a couple of game series that, like, I regretted not playing, but I finally did make the gap to. One of them was Animal Crossing, which, like, as a kid I always thought was too babyish, but once I finally played it, I, like, fell in love with it. I had another one for you, but I can't remember it right now. But, yeah, I have trouble with this question, honestly, and I've been thinking about it all day. But, like, I, I just, I play games that I want to play. Like, the only reason I've really never played a Metal Gear is because I'd have to start with 3, and admittedly it works well as, like, a standalone game, but, you know, I'd kind of like to start with, like, the originals, so. Well, the problem with Metal Gear is the timeline jumps back and forth so much that, like, if you're looking to avoid spoilers for future games, there's really no safe place to start. (laughs) Yeah, well, and admittedly, if I ever played them through, I'd like to start from the very, like, Metal Gear Solid 1, and then two with Raiden, and then three with Big Boss, and then, you know, four with Dying Old Snake, and five with whoever the hell is in five. But, um, like... (laughs) I, I just I don't know. There's always like, there's also a, the PSP of, games that are canon. Well, there's the problem with not having the right systems and not really having that much time to dedicate to a game that's basically like watching a movie and just like general like I'm interested but I'm not that interested. Like I know the storyline more or less. I don't really need to go through it all, you know. So, but that's probably my right. gaming regret, I guess. Well, that's about it. We're about to hit our timer on this topic, so let's close it there. Um, and yeah, I guess we'll just let me just make a note in my audacity, and we'll just roll right into change the system. You have time to stay for that for a minute, Justin? Uh, yeah, I mean, just to, I mean, if nothing else, to give a preview of what what will be coming when, next time I can stay. <laughs> cool, awesome. Well, if you want me to just jump right into it, I'll yeah, hit it. Without I mean, really, ado. really, all all I'm gonna say is I picked up there'll be a product review on the website but i saw uh austin plays do something about this right here the mayflash magic ns it's a wireless adapter that lets you use pretty much any bluetooth controller for any system on the switch 
I uh, synced my Wii U controller with it, and it works great, but I haven't played very many games with it. Have almost no time with it. Uh, the interface is pretty simple once I figured it out. Uh, I'll be writing up a product review. Should be up this weekend, so actually before the podcast comes out to the regular listeners, it should be up on the website. But there's that. As far as actual gaming is concerned, played a little bit of uh, Metroid, played a little bit of my October retro review, which I will reveal when I... <laughs> my October retro review, which I will reveal when I'm a little further along in it. Uh, but you? But really, it's... <laughs> it's, uh... It's been a busy week, so I haven't really played all that much worth talking about. I, I want to talk to you about Metroid, though. How far are you into it? I've played probably about an hour since the last time you asked me how far into it I am. I've I've faced my first beta Metroid, or whatever the next evolution yeah. is. Um, and there's still a couple of alphas floating around. But um, I just got the spring jump. Which is where you can jump in the in the ball. ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really haven't played much of anything in the past week, so I'm hoping this is my weekend free of the kids, so I'm hoping to get some retro review gaming in. I'm hoping to get some uh Metroid gaming in and hopefully a movie if you follow my uh movie reviews on Masterclaw's movie reviews on Facebook, I'm hoping to get a movie review up there. <laughs> I think we lost Justin. He is but frozen. what a pose to have lost him in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Somebody hit print screen right now. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, if we get Justin back, I guess we'll hear the last part of what he was playing. But uh, does anybody want to jump in here and talk about what they've been playing? I'll be super fast. Um, now I can actually announce it. I swapped jobs um, this yeah. last week. Which is why I missed last week. Um, so I haven't had time to do shit. I played <laughs> maybe three hours of Splatoon the other night, and that is my change of system. Um, I am, I will say this much, though, I am a little annoyed with Splatoon at the moment, as some of you may know. It does an excellent job of not putting you on a team with who you want to be on a team with. I think that's on and purpose. It's pissing me off, though. It's like, just randomize it. Just yeah, I completely think... randomize it. I know I know it's doing it on purpose, and I don't like it. Just make it random. I think you've got like about a 1 in 10 shot of getting on a team with a teammate. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's 50-50, but every time I've played 1 and 2, it seems like... Oh, I bet, it, if, I if bet it's, it's just, 1 in 30. If it's just you and a friend, you're usually going to be separate. You know, if there's a group of people, there's better chances that you get mixed up, but... Uh, just if you can get likely. into the room of 4, which was bullshit last night, might I add. <laughs> yeah, but admittedly, Splatoon does a much better job of that than Mario Kart does. That's like the only example I've ever seen of people not able to get into a Splatoon match after like the first yeah. match. Yeah, that is the only time it's happened. So, so yeah, that is my entire week. Well, my entire two weeks, actually. Oh, um, I did also finish Chicken Wiggle. Reviews up on the website if anyone wants to read that. Um, that game is really hard towards the end of the game. Holy shit. He did a good job with the uh, difficulty increase at the end of that. So you did end so up finishing it then? I did complete it before I wrote my review, so which is nice. why it took me so long to write said review. Nice. Cool, so. cool. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, Lucas, unless you want me to go, it sounds like you're up. I guess I'll go. 
Well, I have a surprise announcement that only Phantom and Eugene know about, which is that I broke down and I decided to get Metroid Return of Samus for the 3DS, because that's the game. So no. Why not? I, I was bored. I was really bored last week. Like, none of my Infendos were around, none of my Infrendos were around, and I was like, I want to play something by myself and, like, feel that aloneness. So I tried Breath of the Wild, didn't work out, and then I decided, hey, let's play some Metroids. I've been doing that, and I'm farther than Justin, so that makes me feel pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'm probably five or six hours in. I don't know. I got stuck. I, I just cleared the third section where you need the Metroid DNA to progress, and I drained the swamp okay, yeah. out of Trump, and... Um, and now I'm like I'm missing a power up or something, and I'm just kind of at the point where I'm like ah. wandering, kind like, of looking, well, well, and like, yeah, not even, not even wandering, like realizing like do I really want to go back and like you know put in the effort to like what what am I getting out of this? <laughs> so I had sure. fun with it for a while. Now I'm kind of stonewalling. I'm not sure if I'm going to be finishing it anytime soon because I don't know. There's not really much incentive for me, I guess. But um, it's a good game, like like we were talking about in private. It's not the best Metroid game I've ever played. There's by far superior Metroids, but it's nice. You know, it's nice for somebody who never really got to play two outside of just fooling around. It's nice to finally get a chance to like revisit that feeling. It's sure. it's well done. You can tell they put a lot of work into like rebuilding the game from the ground up to make it more like focused and centered. Like you need a certain number of Metroids to get to the next level, and you know. Do you play with three um, D? Hmm. Do you play with the three D on? I tried it for a couple minutes. It didn't really do much for me, so I didn't gave do anything up on for it. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I will say that um, my L button issue because I have an L button that doesn't always work. By and large, I haven't had many problems with it since I started. A couple of times I'll be spider-balling up the ceiling, and I'll get, like, all the way to the highest point, and then I'll fall. And that's pretty frustrating. But, like, I've never missed Dude, anything. yeah, I can see that. But, um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just there's something about it that feels off. And I don't know if it's... I agree. The, I don't know if it's, like, the graphics presentation or anything else, but something about it that feels off. Anyway, um, looks like Justin is back. So I will talk about what i'm going to talk about after justin because i know he's kind of in a rush justin you with us justin (laughs) justin this brings back memories doesn't it lucas (laughs) (laughs) well it doesn't look like he's with us yet so why don't you keep going okay well the only other stuff i've been doing is pretty benign really as far as video gaming goes a little bit of minecraft not that much i'm kind of i'm losing my minecraft buzz i i accomplished like my major goal and now I'm kind of off that for a while. Um, uh, Splatoon a little bit, but, you know, kind of got into being in the right mood for that. Not really that much else. I haven't really touched many video games lately. I'm finding that I'm not, I'm, there's just nothing that's hooking me right now, honestly. Like, I'd, I'd rather be productive and get stuff done and, like, work on what I want to work on, whether it's, like, for me or for Infendo like that that's giving me satisfaction like the video gaming stuff isn't really doing it right now i'm kind of hoping odyssey can fix that for me because right now i'm just i don't know i'm not really getting much out of gaming i know that's a horrible thing to say 
on a video gaming podcast. <laughs> but like, no, man, I, everybody I'm, goes through those phases. I've been there. Sometimes I'll just want to like pick up a book and not even touch a game for yeah, a while. Yeah, I, I just don't have that addiction that like you expect to get when you're playing a really good game. Like you can't put it down, and all of a sudden it's night, and you're like, God, I've been playing this game for hours, but I love it. Like, like I, I just or like I can't when you're find when that. you're trying to jump off a tower and hit a cactus. See, and that was fun. <laughs> Playing with you guys is fun. When we play games together, it's, it's more entertaining. But when I'm by myself, like, I usually find myself just turning on TV and working on my own stuff, you know? Nice. You know? Well, I'm going to jump in <laughs> then and talk about Metroid then, because that's kind of what you were at. And I almost have the same feelings that you do, but um, I kind of I got over that plateau of um, not really enjoying the game at too well maybe not, maybe that's the, not too harsh I, I was enjoying the game but i didn't really it didn't hook me and then once i um started so in the latter half of the game you start getting um items like mad so then you like start to feel like super overpowered and i really enjoyed that part of the game so um I was excited to get um, to get all my powers and to get all the extra stuff, and now I feel like I can pretty much take anything on with no issue. And oops, that was Lucas's timer. And, and that's all um, the time you get, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I'm I've uh, actually beat the game. I don't want to talk about end game stuff yet until one of either Justin or Lucas has beaten it. And it's still a little too early to even talk spoilers yet. So, but I do want to talk about that at some point. So, yeah, I guess we'll um, table the Metroid talk at that point. But I have been playing another game and that just came out, and I wanted to talk about was Cuphead. Oh my and, god! And um, I'm playing it on the Xbox One. And what's really cool about that is there's actually cross-buy, so I can play it on my PC as well. So I've been doing that in between um, working. Don't tell my boss. Uh, the <laughs> the it, It's fucking beautiful. Oh, my God. It's real, it, it is really, really difficult. Um, the first boss even gave me, gave me a little bit of trouble, I have to say. So. But, yeah, it's beautiful. It's fun. Haven't put too much time into it. I'll have more to say about that later on. So, um, yeah, what else have I been playing? Gosh. I played some Splatoon with with uh, the group the other night, and uh, I think on fr yeah badly for sure. <laughs> I think we played on Friday as well, maybe. But uh, when we played last night, I think it was what me, Lucas, Steve, Phantom jumped in there with us. Was uh, was that it? I think so. By the well, by was... the time I joined, anyway. Yeah. But that was fun. I was I got splatted a lot of times. Phantom hit me and with his damn long range fucking dynamo roller that he just acquired and it pisses me off. But uh yeah, it's uh it's it was still fun. So I don't really have any other games that I would that I've been playing, so I don't know if uh Steve or Lucas you had anything else before we jumped off of the show for the evening. I was saying oh, in the group cat, chat huh? I was saying in the group chat that uh I did actually get a little bit of, you know, reading done this week, and I've been reading Minecraft The Island. That is a really cool take on the whole Minecraft experience. So if you haven't read it, I think you can get it like 10 bucks digitally. Really, really good book. I'm enjoying it. I'm probably halfway through it. So... Nice. I know that's I know that's kind of weird to insert into change the system, but it's a oh, video game book. And so. yeah, since yeah, since we're apparently inserting random Minecraft related discussion into uh, change the system, the season finale of Rick and Morty had like eight Minecraft references, and it made me very happy. 
So oh, that was, I'm gonna have yeah, to watch it. It was it was pleasant. Like they were little like things throughout the episode. It wasn't like the main point, but every time they brought it up, I was like, "Oh, this is really cool" because it's just like how I got into Minecraft with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that's awesome. Well, cool. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of the show, guys. Uh, thanks for sticking around if you were with us in the live chat. Thank you, um, Phantom and Andy, for joining us in the Hangout this week. You can join us, too, if you are a Patreon member. So go ahead and check us out at, at uh, the patreon.com slash infendoradio. And even if you don't want to donate any money to us, just check us out. Maybe post a comment or something. Just come and say hi. It's, we'd love to have you on over there. So with that said... Um, you can find Infendo on the internet at Infendo. Um, as previously previously stated, you can view our Patreon at Patreon.com/InfendoRadio. You can find my personal Twitter at Infendo Eugene. So, where can we find you guys on the internet this week? Or what about you, Steve? Are you on, uh, on some weird websites now that you're a new jo- uh, uh, sitting at a desk for your new job? Oh, you, the, you're cute. You think I'm sitting at a desk, if only. <laughs> Shit, dude, I walk around all goddamn day fixing people's problems. Nice. It's, it's fun, though. No, I'm not on any weird websites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole uh, IT guy's a cover for being an assassin. Um, you can find me at Gentis1 on Twitter, and soon I'll actually be playing games again. I promise. Awesome. What about you, Lucas? Where can we find you this week? Um, this week? Oh, boy. Um, let's see. I think this week my Twitter handle is Mike underscore DA underscore Parrot. I'm pretty sure you can okay. find me on Checks YouTube out. as Sigma, but I don't really know. I've never really bothered to search for myself after I, you know, changed names. But that's a thing. Um, that's kind of it, I guess. I don't know. I keep feeling like I wanted to plug something while we were here but i always forget when we're actually here so i guess that's it you always say it tell me something about the pokemon trader trainer verdant isn't that a thing well that used to be my youtube account but then i realized that and then you I... switched it to sigma because well, oh is it I, I don't know that's what you just told me oh okay <laughs> i don't i don't know what's going on All right, right now let me, but let me anyway yeah so that's the thing so that's life that's me find me call me beat me cool. if you want to God, <laughs> shit. I, I know what that's from, singing. and it makes me really sad that I do. All right, um, I guess it's possible for us to move on to the end of the show and just get out of here. So let's do it, y'all. Thank you for joining us, um, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. We love Bye, you. Everybody.